0: This is the Blue Cloud Podcast, empowering the entrepreneurial lifestyle with insights on the leading trends in the mobile and digital landscape, turning ideas to empires. Welcome to the
1: Blue Cloud Podcast, the source for knowledge and inspiration that helps entrepreneurs like you go from idea to empire. We have found success in publishing apps and marketing And we will be bringing you the very best information on apps, business, marketing, and more. We'll talk to successful entrepreneurs and find out how they built their empires. You'll learn about their successes, their failures, and those juicy stories that you won't hear about anywhere else. These interviews will give you the tools, inspiration, and ideas to build your own business and live life on your terms. I'm Hugh Kimura, entrepreneur and ASO expert. We're kicking off our podcast by talking to Carter Thomas, the owner of Blue Cloud Solutions. His site, bluecloudsolutions.com provides high quality source codes, courses, blog posts, and consulting services for people looking to make money in apps. His site gets over 60,000 visitors a month. Carter got started in apps in 2012 with absolutely no programming experience. Soon after starting, he was able to publish hundreds of apps. And his first big success came when he sold an app portfolio for $200,000. Since then, his apps have gotten millions of downloads and he helps other people build their app businesses too. He wanted to live life on his terms and apps were his vehicle to get there. All right, we're here with Carter Thomas. What's up, man? What's up, dude? Glad to have you here. So the Blue Cloud community probably knows a lot about you, but other people don't, so let's kind of start from the beginning. So how'd you first get into apps? What were you doing before that?
2: Oh, that's a great question. Uh, before I was doing apps, so I worked at a startup for a little while. Startup was uh, a really good learning experience. We sold dog supplies, which is great business, but mm-hmm. uh, gets pretty boring. <laughs> anyway, I left and I started doing some internet marketing. I had learned internet marketing when I was there, and I started building websites for lawyers. Oh. And uh, it was great. It was actually a good business, and it was kind of straight consulting. You know, you go, you get the clients, do a thing. Um, but I realized that there's a there's a much better way to do all this, mm-hmm. and I started to really scale my business and network like crazy. And and I learned a lot about not only business but just kind of how to manage a digital company, which is which was an awesome experience.
1: Mm-hmm. So I guess before we get more into what you've been doing, uh, maybe just take a step back. And one of the first questions that somebody might ask you is why should they get into apps? Why should people get into apps? What are the benefits? And can an average person really create their own app?
2: Absolutely, yeah, no. So this is a really good question. I, it kind of dovetails into the whole website thing. And so what's great about apps and the reason I switched from apps, because I mean this, this website company was doing really well. Um, you know, lawyers definitely know how to spend their money, which is great if they <laughs> like you. But uh, the thing about apps that was great is that they're products, right? Like mm-hmm. you can, there's no clients calling you at four in the morning saying, hey, can you update my blog link or whatever? It's, it's products that are in a store that you can manage. And uh, some people love having that personal relationship, mm-hmm. but a lot of people don't. A lot of people just like managing products that don't ha- ask you questions that don't, you know, come to you with, with whatever you want to call it. And so that's what's great about apps is that they're they're in a, in an ecosystem. There's a lot you can control with them, and it can be a lot of fun in that sense. And you can you know just move that product up and down, mm-hmm. uh, which is great. The other part is like it was very accessible when I started. I mean, with with websites, it was there was a million people doing websites, and when I started, there was very few people doing apps. And as it's evolved, so too is all the technology. So even now, it's easy to kind of walk in as your average person and say, okay, I want to build an app. But what I really like about it, the difference, back then it was more about, hey, there's, no one's doing it, there's no information, we have no idea, it's a wild west. And what's great about it now is it's, it's almost like running a business now. Mm-hmm. And it was, not, it was not like that at all back then. It was just, what can you put in the store and just cross your fingers and hope, it's, hope it goes nuts. And so what's great now is that if you, if you can follow some basic business logic, you can be really, really successful in the app business because that's what it's become and and that's why it's so
1: exciting even
2: now and probably will be for the next 10, 20 years. Mm
1: -hmm. That's great to hear. Yeah, it's definitely a fun business. When you started creating these apps, was there kind of a specific event that made you realize that the model of reskinning would be a good business or was it more of a gradual process that you were convinced?
2: Yeah, and so for anyone out there, uh, reskinning, uh, in the app business, essentially, you know, think of franchises. I've used this example multiple times, so if you've already heard it, bear with me. But you know, think about if you wanted to start a sandwich shop and you got a bunch of money, you got $100,000, you say, all right, I'm gonna go start Jim's sandwich shop and I'm gonna sell blah, blah, blah. You have a lot of risk, right? Because you don't know if that's gonna do well, you don't know if people are gonna like your product, everything, the other thing you could do is you could take that $100,000 and you can go start a Subway sandwich franchise and everything's already built, it's proven, and all you gotta do is you gotta operate that thing and put the right people in place. Mm-hmm. Think about that with apps. And the, the way that works is you take a template, you know, which we, we refer you as source codes, you're gonna hear us talking about that, I'm sure, over the next couple of podcasts. And you take a template that's got um, a lot of development behind it, a lot of history, often a lot of proof of concept, and you use that as your foundation for your business. And so I, I looked a lot at historical business models and you know, how things have evolved, and that's how reskinning really came about. Mm-hmm. And in my internet marketing days, what I was doing is I, instead of building these websites from scratch, I would go and I would buy web, you know, WordPress templates and say, okay, instead of building this all the way from scratch, I'm going to get this awesome JavaScript, foundation, CSS, and just redo the graphics and, and do some customizations based on what they want. And it was such a better way to, to build a website company, and I just kind of migrated that over into the app business mm-hmm. the same way you know every other big business and industry has done in the last hundred years.
1: Yeah, for sure. Why reinvent the wheel right?
2: Yeah, that, and that's exactly it. you know it's, it's such a better model.
1: What have been some of the milestones in your app business that you're particularly proud of or maybe not so proud of?
2: Yeah, so there's a couple right Let's go we'll go through a few of those. So mm-hmm. the first one that I was most proud of is. November of 2000 and uh, 2012, okay? Yeah, that was, that's right, it was Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And this is when I released, and I'm sure I'll get into the the you know the in-depth stories of this in some in future podcasts, so definitely keep tuning in when I get into this, because you're gonna like this story. Um, and I released an app that was, uh, it was a regular source code that I'd reskinned like 20 or 30 times, mm-hmm. and I reskinned it with Gagnum style, uh, for you know, a variety of reasons, which I'll talk about at some other time. And that app went completely off the charts. And I was making like, I went from, you know, making a couple hundred bucks a day with my entire portfolio. Uh, That app started making about 10 grand a day. Wow. And it was, it took me 48 hours to do. It -hmm. was like, you know, the 80th app I had made. And all of a sudden I realized, like, I was so close to quitting so many times before this. Mm -hmm. And it was this stupid freaking Gagnum style (laughs) app that like pushed me over the edge. To like you know really get some money, uh, and I was just super pumped that I stuck with it, that mm-hmm. I didn't that I didn't let it let it get me down, and I, I really held my gun. So that was the first one that I was really proud of. The second thing happened actually pretty pretty shortly thereafter, which we'll talk about in depth uh, in the next podcast. Actually, is my portfolio sales. Mm-hmm. Now the first one I should say uh, for two hundred thousand dollars, that was just a, a really monumental moment for me to say you know holy cow I just did something that I never even dreamed I could do, mm-hmm. and this, you know, th- this puts you in a, a very particular stratosphere of business owners out there to be able to build and sell a company. Um, that was really, really awesome. And I think the third thing that I'm most proud of, uh, you know, which I've talked about on a few interviews before, but uh, I, don't, I don't really kind of promote this, is uh, my buddy who started a nonprofit. And I, I kind of taught him how to do a lot of app stuff and he was just a super smart, super ambitious guy, but he was a doctor and he just didn't have time to to raise money for uh, his nonprofit, mm-hmm. And so I wrote a, bro- a blog post, and I ended up uh, donating uh, $10,000 of my own money. Like not, you can't like, not an expense, not, no nothing. It was like my own personal money. And um, it was, and he called me up and he just said, dude, this is, th- this just like rocked me. Um, you just saved like 500 people's lives by doing this. Wow. And I just sat there and I was like, holy shit. It's like yeah. this is it you know like mm-hmm. all the money in the world doesn't compare to this like this is what's real um and so i think those three when i look back um you know it's not it's never been like about the money as much as it's been about just the achievements the mm-hmm. milestones where i look and i say Hell
1: yeah, man! Like, I did that, like, right on. Mm-hmm. So th- those are probably the, the three big ones. Wow, awesome. Yeah, we look forward to hearing s- some of those stories in future podcasts. Yeah, hell yeah. So there are other people doing well also, and uh, do you have any favorites, any people you really respect in the app business? Oh my gosh, there's so many people in the app business that are just, um, they're doing really great. And you
2: know, one thing about the, the reskinning community, for better or for worse, and you know, a lot of them are very, uh, they like to be anonymous. Mm-hmm. And I, I wish I could name like the ten people I know <laughs> off the top of my head, but yeah. I'm I'm going to spare them because I know that they don't want their their name all over the place. But I can tell you that there are very, some um, people in the on the Blue Cloud community, um, just in the app world, who have you know written me emails, who are making you know 100, 200, 300 thousand dollars a month right now, mm-hmm. on, using the exact same techniques we talk about on the website, and. Um, you know, it's, it's, I don't want to take any credit for that because they might have gotten the education there, but they're the ones who did all the work and they, they really made it all happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think just in general, that's a that's a, like one cohort. I think the other is um, some people that have written in and said, you know, I was so miserable with my job, or right? I just couldn't, I didn't like getting out of bed in the morning and mm-hmm. like, you know, I wasn't that pumped about sitting in traffic or whatever it may be. And they started uh, using apps. They started reskilling apps, and all of a sudden they're saying, I've got this freedom that I never even dreamed of. And mm-hmm. I've, I've got this ability to go do things. The possibilities are now so wide open. And so I, th- I, look, I look at that, even if they're making $1,000 a month, I think that is just as successful as if you're making a quarter million dollars a month because it's, you know, we all get the same amount of time in life. Everyone's got 24 hours, and as long as you're, you're pumped up about those 24 hours, like. you know, who cares what the details are?
1: That's all that really matters. That's great to hear. I mean, a lot of times, especially people who want to start blogs and stuff like that, they're a little apprehensive about, you know, getting their name out there, getting their face out there. And the fact that you can be a little bit or pretty anonymous and still be successful, I think is a great, great point.
2: That's a really, yeah, I think that's that's a huge piece of it is like, you don't need to be, uh, you know, doing infomercials or have your (laughs) name on a webinar. Like, you don't need to go up and give a PowerPoint. You can just... You can you can be the guy behind the guy, you can you, or the woman behind the woman. You can just be behind the scenes doing it, and uh,
1: that that really caters to a lot of people, which I think is terrific. So, like you mentioned, there are quite a few successful people. What do you notice are the biggest characteristics that they have in common?
2: Oh that's this is actually a really good question because I, I asked this to um, I had someone visiting for GDC a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I asked them this exact question. I go, what are the three things that you think um, you know really kind of got you to where you are. And what was amazing is that when you talk to people who are kind of um, having the small wins, mm-hmm. when, they're, when they're going, you know, the one to 5,000 a month kind of world, they talk about details. Mm-hmm. They say, oh my God, I, I can pick keywords like you wouldn't believe. Or I've got an awesome project manager, or I've got, you know, my operations are so tight and I, I blah blah," you know, it's like that sort of stuff, which is very important to get started.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And when you talk to people that are making big money, they talk about things like it's their mindset, it's their attitude, it's their routine, it's their productivity levels, it's their health, it's things like that. And so I think um, when you blend all that together, uh, I read a really great article a while back about the, the most important quality in a successful entrepreneur is they call it grit. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I, like, I refer to it as tenacity. But it's this ability to just go into a situation knowing you're gonna get your ass kicked over and over and over and being able to 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 find meaning in that and being able to say there's a reason why i am getting knocked over multiple times Mm -hmm. and that's okay and this is going to work out you know what you call faith wherever you want but i think that that is the defining characteristic of people who know that this isn't an overnight thing and it's like over the long term as long as they keep that attitude right um you know, the things just start to fall into place. For sure.
1: All right, we're gonna take a quick 15 second break. We'll be back in a few seconds with more from Carter.
0: Feeding your entrepreneurial fire. This is the Blue Cloud Podcast with Carter Thomas. If you're looking for a like-minded, success-driven community, then join Blue Cloud Select at BlueCloudSolutions.com. Every month, Blue Cloud Solutions founder and successful entrepreneur Carter Thomas gives detailed answers to community questions with insights and guidance offered only to Blue Cloud Select members. Be sure to check out reliable and affordable source codes handpicked by Carter that he personally has had success with. It's all at BlueCloudSolutions.com. Welcome back. Elevate your mind. Fine. This is the Blue Cloud Podcast. All right. It's Hugh Kimura with Carter Thomas
1: back on the Blue Cloud Podcast. So, yeah, kind of going to the, I guess, not the dark side, but the maybe not so <laughs> rosy side of business. Yeah. Uh, what are some obstacles that you might run across in the reskating business?
2: Yeah, and it's really important to talk about this because the last thing I ever want is anyone out there to think that, oh, this is a, you know, a get rich quick thing or mm. it's easy money because it's, um, you know, it, it's just not. And that's that's. Very. I want to be very clear about that. Some of the most the biggest obstacles are, um, one, and so let's talk about reskinning in particular, because I think that's what we're gonna talk a lot about. Mm-hmm. One is that there's a lot of moving parts. And so when the, you have, whenever you have a lot of moving parts, one of the first things you you think about doing when you don't know what's going on is you want to delegate. You say, like, well, I don't know how to code, so I just gotta go hire someone to code. I don't know how design, I gotta go hire someone to design. Mm-hmm. And there's so many pieces uh, within that that next thing you know, you got ten people working for you, and you don't—you're not making any money. And you're like, mm-hmm. you know, what are you doing? Yeah. So I think one of the obstacles is—is is realizing that you're going to have to make a decision to learn about this business. You're gonna—you're gonna spend a couple months and figure out like, what what makes a good icon. You know, how do I upload a binary file if I needed to? <laughs> you know what. So that's one of the biggest obstacles that a lot of people just aren't willing to do. Uh, And I'm not saying you actually need to do it, but you need to know what to do so that you can hire the right people to do it for you. Mm -hmm. So I think that's probably, you know, that's one of the first things. I think the second thing is this um, idea of competition. Mm -hmm. I think probably one of the biggest, if not the most, number one, thing people email me in about reskinning is like, how can I possibly be successful? There's there's millions of apps in the store. Mm-hmm. How can I possibly do this? And to them I say, that's fine, but you're not competing with a million apps. You're only competing with apps that are just as good as yours. And if you are 10% better than those apps, you are no longer competing with them, you're beating them. Mm-hmm. And then you're only competing with the apps that are just as good as that. And so I think one of the obstacles is not only wrapping, the, wrapping your head around that, but just saying, I'm going to I, like this. is This one project is going to, you know, I'm going to update it. I'm going to I'm going to go through the reviews. I'm going to find it. You have to kind of treat it like it's a, a six to twelve month business, which, mm-hmm. in internet marketing world, is like you know that's an ice age. So I think that that's another piece where you just um, understanding that it it there's no real easy way to just like flood the market with apps, um, like there was maybe in 2009, 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think those two obstacles are probably the, the, the biggest, just the, the understanding and then the, the scalability and creating winning products um, are probably the, the two biggest with reskinning. And I think when we talk more about, we probably do a whole podcast on this, but yeah. um, I think those are probably two, two of the biggest ones.
1: Okay, cool. Um, on a more personal level, what do you like about creating apps? What do you find interesting or challenging? What I really like about creating apps, this is a great question, by the way.
2: What I really like about, really like about creating apps is the ability to identify a, a problem in a market and solve it. And this has changed a lot, because when I first started, all I cared about was making money. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie, that's...
1: Like most people. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not yeah. like
2: I'm, I'm not gonna win an award for that, but um, it's true. That's, I mean, that's whatever. Um, and so I built games, and I built tons of games, and I kept like, just creating massive ad networks what I like now though is being able to step back and say, for example, I travel a lot.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: My friends and I had a really hard time sharing that experience with each other and also um, doing it in a very cool way. Mm-hmm. This might seem like a pretty you know, first world problem to have, but it was a problem nonetheless. Anyway, I made an app to solve that. I made our own private travel app. On a, on a more practical level, the idea where you, you can't find an app in the app store, for example, like I'm trying, to, I've tried to find an alarm for Google Play, right? Mm-hmm. Like I want an alarm that plays music on Google Play Music because that's what I have is Google Music, not Song or Spotify. But there's no app out there, hmm. and so I'm, I, I was like, well, why don't we, why don't I build an app that allows me to wake up to yeah. <laughs> Google, Google Music, you yeah. know? And apps are a really cool way to do that, you know, because not only can you solve your, solve problems, they become Business products they become marketable products that make money mm-hmm. and that's what I really love. I, I'm, I'm less of the Oh, this is a cool idea. Like let's let's add this new character this new level or you know, make it design like I don't really care about that. I care like is this making my life better mm-hmm. and apps can do that in a really um, Exciting way in my opinion.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. You're actually like solving real problems. Yeah, of, yeah. Yeah, exactly Cool. So on a I guess on a wider scale, how has the app business influenced your life in general? The app
2: business has influenced my life in general in a few ways. The first and probably most obvious, if you ever see my Instagram account, <laughs> is that I have been f- very, very fortunate in the ability to uh, l- travel and live a very awesome lifestyle for the last few years. Um, visiting dozens of countries and doing, you know, ha- meeting unbelievable people and seeing mm-hmm. incredible things. Uh, that's been awesome. The second thing that apps have given me is... Connections to people that I never would be able to—I just wouldn't have anything to talk about. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is that when you walk into a room of people that are all very impressive people, um, you want to be able to talk about something that you've done that's impressive. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, you know, saying what I've done is a- any better or any worse than anyone else, but it is different. You know, very few people have been able to say, "I built 1,600 apps," or "I, you know, I've made this, you know, seven, eight figures, or whatever on on the apps." Like, being able to talk about that mm-hmm. is people, like, I build uh, connections in business that way. Um, and then third, and I think most importantly, is just the the uh, the teaching and the community. And, uh, like, the ability to be a part of a group where I get to see hundreds and thousands of people who are all in in something together. And they're all learning at the same rate and all learning about the same stuff and watching this thing unfold and saying... You know, I was there mm-hmm. at when it when it hit yeah. and being able to promote and really uh, be proud of people that are also there and say like, yeah, like they were there with me mm-hmm. and what a cool thing. we that, And it was still happening, you know, to ex- so um, I think that, that like those things have been really, really exciting.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's definitely great. <clears throat> okay. So we're coming up to the end of this uh, podcast, but thanks for sharing all your knowledge and your experience. Um, if somebody knows absolutely nothing about apps, where would they start?
2: So if they, have, they know absolutely nothing about apps. So first and <coughs> foremost, uh, I have some free eBooks on the website, so mm-hmm. if, you, if you opt in, um, the, if the email you get, there's gonna be a link in there for the free eBooks, and that's you know, not, not self-promotion, that's just straight up, that will, it's like 150 odd pages that I wrote, that's gonna be a really good just overview for you. So that's, that's a terrific place to start. Um, the second would be just start, re- you know, reading up, re- not only Blue Cloud Solutions, but just, you know, reading blog posts all around the internet and just saying like, all right, what, is this, what does this space look like? You know, what is this? And then the third thing I would say um, is you got to be really clear about what why you're interested in apps. Mm-hmm. And it, it can be completely selfish. It can be like, I want to make money. Like, period. like, that's totally fine. Or it can say like, I want to uh, quit my job and make some passive income so that I can support my family or it could be I want a hobby I want to do something really cool mm-hmm. um, I'm really interested in business whatever it is but you got to be very clear about that otherwise you're going to waste a lot of time and even more importantly you're going to waste a lot of money not moving yourself you're not going to stay excited about the whole process mm-hmm. um, so once you once you identify that I think all the the research and the information you get um, is going to be really helpful um, and that's, a, that's probably the best place to start and then you start to learn about alright you know what, what does it take to actually build an app out? You know, mm-hmm. like, What kind of app do I even want to build? You know, How do I hire a developer? Things like that. Um, but yeah, I think that that's probably the probably best place to start.
1: Okay, great. Yeah, we'll get into that other stuff uh, in future podcasts, but I think that's a good start for people. So keep an eye out for future podcasts, and uh, we'll talk soon. Very cool. See you guys soon.
0: This has been another episode of the Blue Cloud Podcast. For more information on app development, eBooks, reliable source codes, and more, Expand your mobile knowledge by going to bluecloudsolutions.com.